0: Welcome everybody to your daily dose of video game news at Pixels and Pines for Tuesday, May 23rd, 2023. We're gonna start off with an update from Relic Entertainment, the studio behind Ages of Empire 4, who are reportedly facing some significant layoffs. Then we're gonna shift our attention to Japan, where a popular YouTuber has been arrested under some surprising circumstances. Afterwards, we're gonna reveal some mysterious Nintendo 3DS software update and dig into the truth behind the co-op speculation in Insomniac Spider-Man 2. We'll also look at the reason behind Final Fantasy 16's PlayStation 5 exclusivity. And also, we're going to provide an update to a story we reported on yesterday about a upcoming Bioshock game. And then finally, we're going to be building up to tomorrow's PlayStation Showcase, which promises to be a whirlwind of announcements and updates. But first, opening today's news is a significant development in the gaming industry, specifically related to Relic Entertainment, a highly regarded game developer known for its successful franchises such as Company of Heroes and the Warhammer 40,000 Dawn of War series. The company, acquired by Sega in 2013 after the bankruptcy of its previous parent company, THQ, has unfortunately announced that it will be laying off 121 employees. This is following the recent launch of the Company of Heroes 3 on PC, with a console release expected later this month. Sega, the current parent company of Relic, has stated that these layoffs are part of a restructuring process aimed at focusing more intently on core franchises. In its statement, Sega emphasized that while this decision was challenging, it is necessary to position the studio for future success, ensuring continued delivery of outstanding gaming experiences worldwide. Relic Entertainment, based in Vancouver, has a noteworthy history in the industry since its establishment in 1997. Aside from its famous Company of Heroes and Warhammer series, the studio also developed Ages of Empires IV for Microsoft in 2021. Sega, in a demonstration of its commitment to the studio and its franchises, assures that it will offer career transition services and sufferance package to the infected employees. And in a groundbreaking event in Japan, a 52-year-old resident of Nagoya has become the country's first individual arrested for illegally uploading game videos on YouTube. According to Japan Today, the uploaded content not only featured gameplay from the 2011 visual novel Steingate My Darling's Embrace, including the game's ending, but was also monetized. The game, which saw a re-release in 2019, currently has its rights held by media firm Kadokawa. In addition to the game footage, the YouTuber also uploaded videos from the game's anime adaptation and from Spy X Family, another animated series. Despite the prevalence of gameplay videos from Japanese YouTubers on the platform, those typically do not generate ad revenue. Koda Japan's Content Overseas Distribution Promotion Organization stated that any use of gameplay videos in principle necessitates the permission of the rights holder. This development highlights a significant difference between copyright laws in Japan and those in the United States. Unlike Japan's strict enforcement under CODA, U.S. law tends to be more lenient under the Fair Use Doctrine which allows limited use of copyrighted material without requiring permission from the rights holders for certain purposes, such as commentary, criticism, news reporting, and scholarly reports. This case marks a significant moment for online content sharing regulations in Japan, and could potentially shape the future landscape of the industry. And next, in a surprising move, Nintendo has rolled out a new firmware update for its discontinued portable console, the Nintendo 3DS. Despite ceasing production years ago and shuttering the 3DS eShop for new downloadable game purchases months ago, Nintendo has released firmware version 11.17.0-50, seemingly aimed at curtailing common methods of installing homebrew software on the console. This is the first official system update for the console since last September, and the fifth since the hardware was officially discontinued in 2020. The patch notes for the update promises further improvements to overall system stability and other minor adjustments. But the update has notably disrupted many documented hacking methods for installing custom 3DS firmware. This development is significant given the historical popularity of the Nintendo DS and 3DS systems among homebrew communities and hackers. These handheld consoles have been targets for exploits that allowed for the running of unofficial software or pirated games, leading to widespread copyright concerns. This latest firmware update appears to be part of Nintendo's ongoing efforts to combat such activities. Fortunately for 3DS homebrew fans, the new firmware update doesn't seem to affect custom firmware installed prior to any version 11.17 download. However, those who have updated to version 11.17 will face challenges in hacking varying by the region and hardware model. Despite this, homebrew communities are actively devising workarounds to continue installing custom software on the platform. This latest move by Nintendo actively patching security on discontinued consoles, raises questions about the company's commitment to combating hacking activities. It's an interesting contrast with the Wii, which received its last homebrew-breaking update in 2010, three years before the hardware production halted. It remains to be seen how long Nintendo will continue the security battle over a functionally obsolete platform. Moving on to the highly anticipated sequel from Insomniac Games, Marvel Spider-Man 2. Any lingering speculations regarding cooperative play were extinguished when the game developer confirmed on Twitter that Spider-Man 2 will indeed be an epic single-player adventure. This announcement was in response to the wave of speculation that arose after Miles Morales' voice actor, Najee Jeter, ambiguously suggested that the game could feature co-op play. However, Insomniac Games' confirmation has aligned the sequel with its predecessors, Marvel Spider-Man and Marvel Spider-Man Miles Morales, both renowned for their engaging single-player experiences. This revelation follows a string of communications from the voice cast that have caught the attention of fans and media. In a notable instance in March, Venom's voice actor, Tony Todd, tweeted that Marvel Spider-Man 2 was expected to release in September this year, triggering a flurry of anticipation. The tweet has since been removed, adding further mystery to the actual release timeline of the game. As we await more official news and announcements, it's clear that the anticipation for Marvel Spider-Man 2 remains high this PlayStation 5 exclusive swinging in to continue the Spider-Man saga is currently set to arrive later this year. With the PlayStation showcase slated for tomorrow, fans are hopeful for more concrete details on this web-slinging adventure. And next is the tale of Final Fantasy 16, which was revealed as a PlayStation 5 exclusive in a surprise announcement back in 2020. The connection between Square Enix's celebrated title and Sony's latest gaming console has remained conspicuously tight-knit ever since. With PlayStation heavily featuring the game in state of plays, PlayStation showcases, and even PlayStation blogs, the exclusivity of Final Fantasy 16 is perceived as a significant move for Sony. During an interview at Square Enix's Tokyo headquarters, Naoki Yoshida, the producer of Final Fantasy 16, shared some insight on the game's exclusivity and its impact on development, emphasizing that Creative Business Unit 3, the team behind the game, doesn't approach game development with a bias towards any specific platform. Yoshida explained that all options were explored when starting Final Fantasy 16. As a flagship franchise for Square Enix, alongside the likes of Dragon Quest and the Kingdom Hearts series, Final Fantasy naturally attracts multiple platforms and companies when a new title is in the works. After considering all offers, it was PlayStations that resonated most with Square Enix for Final Fantasy 16. This decision isn't surprising given the long-standing relationship between the two companies, which has led to numerous Square Enix exclusives on PlayStation consoles over the years. Yoshida highlighted that from a development standpoint, the team aims for as many people as possible to play the game. However, focusing development on a single system eases the process and allows for optimization. That allows us the ability to maximize performance for that one system because we're only concentrating on that one system, Yoshida added. Additionally, PlayStation's support in helping Creative Business Unit 3 maximize game performance plays a crucial role. Yoshida explains, It allows us to create the game that we want to create, and it makes it easier for us to do that. As we anticipate the release of Final Fantasy XVI, it's clear that its PlayStation 5 exclusivity is a strategic choice shaped by factors like development convenience, optimization potential, and a long-held relationship. In closing out today's news, We turn to the ongoing saga surrounding the development of the next Bioshock game. Recently, a detailed report from Oops! Leaks painted a picture of development issues and high-staff turnover due to inexperienced developers and contract workers. However, respected Bloomberg journalist Jason Schreier has stepped in to refute these claims. Oops! Leaks, known for being at the forefront of rumors and leaks about the next Bioshock game, has been a consistent source of such information, leading many to believe in the authenticity of their sources. However, Schreier, in a post on Reset Era labeled the account as nonsense. While he didn't entirely dismiss the notion that the next Bioshock game might be experiencing some development struggles, he called out the account for having a history of posting inaccurate information for years. Schreier having a solid track record in the industry seems to have garnered more credibility among the community. Reddit users also scrutinized the credibility of Oops Leaks, noting that the account lacked a history of valid leaks prior to his frequent postings about the next Bioshock game. It was pointed out that many of their unrelated leaks seemed to be repackaged from other sources. That said, concrete information about the next Bioshock installment remains elusive. Speculation exists that it may align with Publisher Takes Two's financial forecast for the next fiscal year, running from April 2024 to March 2025. This speculation is partially based on the anticipation that the game might be released within this time frame, possibly alongside GTA 6. However, as with any conjecture, this remains to be confirmed. And as we close out today's broadcast, we want to go ahead and remind anybody that's listening of the much anticipated PlayStation Showcase set to air tomorrow at 1pm Pacific, 4pm Eastern Time. Expectations are sky high for this event. It's the first of its kind since April 2001 showcase which revealed a host of exciting games including God of War Ragnarok, Spider-Man 2, Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic Remake, Wolverine, and many more. PlayStation has yet to confirm any specific games that will feature in this showcase, which is set to run for just about an hour. But it has stated that the focus will be on PS5 and PSVR2 games in development from top studios around the world. We can anticipate several new creations from PlayStation Studios, as well as spellbinding games from our third-party partners and indie creators. This event arrives at a time when PlayStation's console-exclusive future appears less defined following the June release of Final Fantasy XVI. We know Marvel's Spider-Man 2 is slated for this year, and Sony's first-party studios are working on The Last of Us multiplayer experience and Wolverine, but release dates remain uncertain. However, we may get more information about The Last of Us multiplayer experience, as Naughty Dog promised to share more details this year. There's also anticipation for updates on third-party exclusives, such as Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, due to release in winter 2023 or 2024. Death Stranding 2, Silent Hill 2 Remake, and Baldur's Gate 3. Moreover, PlayStation often highlights major third-party games that also release on other consoles, so we may get news on titles such as Mortal Kombat 1, Armored Core 6 Fires of Rubicon, Assassin's Creed Mirage, Call of Duty, Alan Wake 2, and Avatar Frontiers of Pandora. As for PSVR 2, questions abound regarding its future and the level of support it's gonna receive from PlayStation's first-party studios. Will we see VR experiences from PlayStation's other big franchises following the launch title Horizon Call of the Mountain? Announcements from major third-party supporters, equivalent to a game like Half-Life Alyx, would be significant. With so many games on the horizon, the PlayStation showcase promises a plethora of updates, surprises, and hopefully answers to some of our more burning questions. You're not going to want to miss it. And I may do a quick Daily News episode tomorrow before the PlayStation Showcase drops and provide a separate episode detailing all the things shown at PlayStation Showcase later on. So subscribe or follow this podcast in order to be notified as soon as the PlayStation Showcase episode or any of our Daily News shows drops. And that's all for today's gaming news on this Tuesday, May 23rd, 2023. Don't forget to rate this podcast five stars and leave a review. If you're looking for content of the visual variety, check out our YouTube channel at youtube.com forward slash at Pixels and Pints. We'll be back tomorrow again at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern with more video game news.